Hello, I'm Wendy McGee. Welcome to the Round Trip Podcast. At 55, I jumped on an early retirement package, hopped on my Can-Am Spider, and drove across Canada alone. I was jobless and homeless. The great news is that along the way, I found my way back to myself, and I realized that I had everything that I needed already inside of me, which led to the name Round Trip. Join me on my journey as I finally show up as my authentic self. It's possible to step out of your comfort zone and learn how to experience independence and joy. And you can do all of this without running away. Welcome to season three. I hope that your summer continues to be awesome. For me, I moved to a new apartment, got in some beach time, spent time with the people that are most important to me, and helped a friend move to British Columbia. As August came to a close, I jumped on the opportunity to drive across a good part of Canada, in a car this time, to help a friend move across country. I was keeping a promise and, simultaneously, given a chance to revisit some of the places that I saw for the first time almost exactly two years ago. My love affair with Canada goes on. There were some striking similarities. Both trips saw the westbound lake begin during the last days of August. One of the dates and locations even matched up. I spent September 5th, 2019 and September 5th, 2021 sleeping in Dryden, Ontario, admittedly under very different circumstances. There was even another federal election. Yes, they are only two years apart. And I collected photos and video footage to help me expand on what Canada means to me. It was a much faster trip, two weeks total instead of five, but it was an awesome taste of what is available in our own country. It was another adventure, and I'll chat about it over the next few weeks. The differences between those trips were glaring. COVID meant that I had to be particularly careful as it's still around and still spreadable by everyone, vaccinated or not. I had a test before I left to confirm that I was not carrying COVID and I chose to stay away from people for the most part. There were no casual conversations at Tim Hortons and very few spontaneous chats out of doors where socially distancing was possible. That part was tough, as I love to meet people as I travel. It's really the most incredible part of the experience. So I maintained physical distancing when chatting with others. I used drive throughs and takeouts instead of sitting in a restaurant. I entered every bathroom and porta potty armed with Lysol wipes and a mask scouring door handles, toilet seats, and taps as I moved. I was careful. Maybe over-the-top careful, but I felt like I was taking the necessary precautions. My goal was to do everything that I could to avoid catching or throwing the virus somewhere else, if it was in the vicinity. I returned home about five days ago, and I will remain in self-imposed isolation for a week or two to be certain that I'm not carrying anything. For me, this is not an inconvenience. I live in a time and a place where I have everything that I need at my fingertips, and I believe that it is our behavior that is the biggest factor in keeping people safe. My apologies to friends and family that I passed by this time. We were on a tight schedule and I purposefully made no mention of my travels on social media and spent little time with people, only a handful of my friends and family and those of my traveling companion. She was taking a trip down memory lane as we drove, so it was a chance to see Canada from her perspective. All in all, a wonderful experience. The trip west was a traditional route for any 21st century traveler as we followed the Trans-Canada Highway. I did not follow this path westward on my spider. Along Highway 40 in Quebec from Mill Perot over to the 414-17 in Ontario and passed through places like Ottawa and went by 
Armprior, Pembroke, Canadian Forces Base, Petawawa, and Deep River as we follow the Ottawa River. And did you know that there's a Mississippi River in Ontario west of Ottawa? I had no idea. We parted ways with the Ottawa River at Mattawa and continued on the Tecan past North Bay to Sturgeon Falls for the night. Both of those cities are near Lake Nipissing. And for really great French fries, check out the Rib Chip Stand in Sturgeon Falls. You can order at the window and pick up when your name is called. We booked the Comfort Inn for the night and was struck by the emptiness of the lobby. We really have learned how to socially distance. The clerk gave me one card for the room, and when I asked for a second, she said there were no spares. People inadvertently leave with them, and the replacements were back-ordered. We seem to live in a back-ordered world right now, too. That being said, the hotel was clean and offered a perfect stop for the night, even if it was a little quiet. It was a good, if slightly surreal, start to what would be a round trip of over 7,500 kilometers in the space of 14 days. The first day was hot and humid, which gave the air conditioner a run for its money. It was great to be out of the car, and I suspect our four-legged passenger pickles the Yorkshire Terrier agreed, and I loved every minute of it. What adventures did you have this summer? What meaning do you attach to them? Thank you for listening. My name is Wendy, and remember to laugh. L-A-F. Love, act, and be fearless. If you get the chance and you have the means, please pick up a copy of my book. It's called Round Trip, How I Found Myself on Three Wheels. It's available on Amazon, or you can reach out to me for a signed copy if you prefer. Send an email to roundtrip at wendymcgee.ca. Have a great week. We'll talk next time.